Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. It's me, John Park. It's JP's product pick of the week, and we are here once again, ready to check out a cool new product. Thanks for stopping by. I want to thank everyone over in Discord. Hello, people in Discord. Hello, people in the YouTube chat. Also over in Facebook land. I can't keep an eye on it all, but if you're wondering where the discussion is happening, it's going to be right over there in Discord. So head on over there. Check it out. It's Adafruit uh, Discord under adafruit.it slash Discord. You can go to that short link and get an instant invite and jump on in uh, and enjoy the fun. So, uh, oh good, someone tells me the uh, audio is good. I'm glad to hear it. Let's get on with it. So the first thing I want to do is I want to send you to this product page because if you watch the show from inside the product page, first of all, Good for you. You're surrounded by all kinds of good Adafruit productness. Second of all, you're going to get a discount right there. If you order during this show, during the time frame of this show, you'll get a 50% off. That's the product page right there, and that's the QR code. So if you want to point a device at that and jump on over to the page, uh, watch the video from right inside of there. If you, uh, if you do, this is what you're going to see. That's the product page right there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and refresh mine because what you're going to see is that price will magically, maybe not magic, maybe technology has something to do with it. Look, it just jumped 50% off. Uh, but I've already ruined the surprise. You know what the product is, but let's rewind a little bit and have Lady Ada tell us about this product. So uh, take it away, won't you, Lady Ada? Yes, third but not least is a mini GPS GNSS. So this is a, a global positioning satellite sensor. Uh, it is the tiniest one I've ever seen. It's just so adorable. It's only, it's called the PA-1010 because it's 10 millimeters by 10 millimeters by about like six millimeters. Uh, so we fit it onto a board about one inch by one inch. Um, and it has the uh, uh, antenna built on top. Now we're indoors, so I couldn't do a demo of it getting GPS data anyways, because it wouldn't work from indoors. You do have to be outdoors. But uh, it works pretty well. Uh, it's got good sensitivity, good tracking. Um, once it's outside and it gets ephemeris data, uh, it knows where you are. Um, and what's nice about this GPS is most GPSs are UART only. Um, and it does have UART connectivity over here. We have the RX and TX and power and ground pins, and they're all level shifted. And that's wonderful. But in addition, it also has I squared C, which is why we're able to chain it along these other I squared C sensors. And uh, we've updated our code for the Arduino and CircuitPython libraries. So what's neat is there's a lot of uh, single board computers that don't have I squared C. Sorry, they don't have UART, but they do have I squared C. Or other chips that, again, usually don't have a spare UART or you want to use software serial. And it's kind of messy. It's a lot nicer to use. Um, I squared C because you don't have as precise timing needs and you can read you know, the data much faster and you can share the bus. So this is on address uh, 10. And then on the back, we have a spot. We give you a, a battery holder. We didn't solder it on because we actually wanted to, people might want to keep this as slim as possible because when you add the coin cell, it does get a little chunkier, but we like a removable coin cell. So you, know, you can always make sure it's fresh and if it gets damaged or runs out, you can always replace it. But a GPS on the back will uh, ensure that even when power is cut, um, it retains that ephemeris data so that you don't have to uh, re-download it. It gives you a, a faster fix um, on a restart. And it has a PPS LED, so pulse per second output. People like that. Uh, it has a sleep mode. 
So you can put it into sleep mode where it saves the ephemeris data, but it isn't actively receiving because it uses about 20 or 30 milliamps during that. And then you send it a command to wake it up. So it's, it's a very nice, um, it's a nice capability that isn't on some GPSs. So it's a very cute, it's like the smallest GPS we've seen and with I2C capability, um, I'm really liking this little fellow. Yay, GPS. Bring my audio back in there. Uh, I'm gonna go grab one from my good old mystery cabinet of wonders and cool things. Right back there, I know its name changes every time. Uh, that's part of its wonder. Let me go grab that, be right back. Yes, so that is my product pick of the week this week. It is the PA1010D, which is a mini GPS module in STEMI QT format. And as you'll notice here, I've actually got it plugged into a really long cable. I'm using our active I2C terminator so that I can get my antenna outside of my workshop so we actually pick up some satellites. So uh, there it is, admire it. We're not gonna see it for a while because I'm actually gonna run this out the door so that it's facing the sky. And get that up there. And now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna jump down into an overhead camera view where you'll see, put on some glasses here so I can read it too, uh, what I've got set up here. I have a feather. This is the RP2040 feather, which has this very convenient Stemma QT cable connector to it. And I have that running to one of our lovely little OLED screens. And then there's that, uh, I squared C terminator, active terminator I mentioned. That allows me to run this over a long wire. So I've got about 25 feet of ethernet cable, cat five cable running over there. Um, so here we can see some of the data getting uh, downloaded from the satellites. This is a uh, global navigation satellite system or GNNS or GNSS uh, receiver. And what that means is this uses a whole bunch of different Systems. So GPS is the most famous one. That's the one that the U.S. set up back in, I think, 1974 or 78. Um, yeah, 78. I took some notes. But then there's also the GLONASS system that the uh, Soviet Union at the time. No, it would have been Russia at the time. Uh, no, in the 80s. So it would have been Soviet Union. Now Russia runs their own uh, global system. So you can use it anywhere in the world, as well as the European Galileo system. Uh, and then this satellite not only can use all of, or this GPS unit can not only use all of those systems, but it also uses some of the uh, augmentation satellite systems, which use uh, things like other satellites, planes, uh, ground stations, I think even cell towers. So there's this huge mix of things that can be used. And uh, this is grabbing using the uh, CircuitPython library that we have here or the Arduino library. It is grabbing from a bunch of satellites. As you can see here, this is telling me my latitude and longitude. And just so you know, I'm actually running this through a bit of a scrambler so that you're not um, seeing my actual address. I think this will take you somewhere in Peru. Um, that's not where I live. 
then it's telling us our altitude, uh, the fix quality, and the fix quality actually refers to how it's getting the data. If it's a, I think it ranges from zero to eight, and these are more like categories, things like it's just uh, data that's been sitting around on the unit since the battery was last uh, unplugged, or it's live coming off of satellites, or it's an augmented, uh, augmented data. So uh, I believe fixed quality of two is one of the, uh, one of the ones that we like because it means we're getting active uh, location data from the satellites. Um, and then you can see here, it's actually telling me that it's getting uh, 11 or 10 satellites that it's seeing right now in the sky. So generally speaking, you need four satellites to get a fix on location. There's uh, cases where you can just use three if you know something like your altitude. Um, but we've got 11 or 10 uh, happening right now. So clearly we're grabbing from a, a couple of different systems because there's probably only four or five, uh, maybe six visible in the sky right now for each one of those systems uh, where I am. So pretty cool. Um, Let's take a look now uh, at some of the info on this. If I take a, take a jump over here to the product page, and let me put, uh, let me put my little viewer there so you can see that info. Uh, so if we look at the product page, this is going to show you right now, this is 50% off. So normally $29.95 US. If you want to buy this during this show, you can buy a limit of 10 of them, and they're only $14.98 for a really tremendous uh, GPS or global navigation satellite system unit. Uh, this gives you a little bit of info on the page here, including some of those systems I mentioned, GPS, GLONASS, Galileo. Uh, QZSS, I believe, is one of the augmented systems that's localized to Japan. This does that as well. Uh, talks about its sensitivity, the uh, number of channels it can check. So this unit will uh, read up to 33 signals simultaneously. So that's 33 satellites that you could be getting your info from a whole lot. It can track all of those. Um, and a lot of other info, including what Lady Ada mentioned, you can use this over UART for serial. You can use this using I squared C, which is how I'm using it right now over the Stemma QT. Um, there's also an RTC battery connector. I didn't actually add mine, but that will keep the real-time clock going and it'll keep that ephemeris data stored. You can even do some, some pretty high-end features with this chip and um, unit, the, the little package that we have on here does uh, logging data as well. So there's some info on the manufacturer's data sheet about that. Uh, if we click on, speaking of the data sheet, if we click on the uh, learn guide page down here, that'll take us to the overview, some of the info we just saw, as well as how to set it up, the uh, different pinouts, how to set up an Arduino, how to use it with CircuitPython or on a Python-based setup on a computer. And if you go over to the download section, here is this PA1010D data sheet. And there it is. So this unit's a little confusing. This unit actually has a chipset that's the MT3333, but the uh, coupling of this with the antenna and I think some of the other uh, goodies on there is what makes up the PA1010D uh, from CD Technology. This uh, CD top. This mentions uh, some of the use cases, some of its special features, the different uh, channels that it'll read on, uh, some applications. Uh, notably, this is a really small unit and it doesn't require an external antenna. In fact, I can't use an external antenna. So notice on there is mentioned surveillance, which uh, I can imagine if you uh, need something to track, to track something, you might include this in it, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna surveil anything. Uh, the name 1010 comes from the fact that it's 10 uh, millimeters by 10 millimeters, a little, little small uh, square size unit. 
And uh, let's see, what else in here? Uh, one interesting feature of it is that it will uh, actively cancel the uh, harmonics of other radio frequencies nearby, including Wi-Fi, uh, the different cellular radios, as well as Bluetooth. So it's really designed to be uh, in a system, integrated into a system that has a lot of other possible interference going on. It'll reject that interference. Um, and let's see. Yeah, so those are some of the main main uh, interesting facts about it. Uh, here is a look at the library, the CircuitPython library. If you look at the Python code itself on um, GitHub, you can see a whole bunch of what's going on behind the scenes, some of the different things you can ask it for. If you look at the, uh, the code, let's jump into, this is the code I'm running on it. Uh, and let me, let me make that a little bit bigger so it's a little easier to see. Uh, you know what I'm going to do, in fact, if you look here uh, in the serial output, I have a little screen session running. So that's the live data coming from uh, the satellite as, or the, the GPS unit as it's polling those satellites. So you can see we've got our scrambled latitude and longitude. The fixed quality is mentioned here. Uh, there's time stamping that's going on um, as well as the... Uh, fixed quality, height, uh, uh, horizontal ID. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of extra info uh, that you can get in there. And if you look at my, I'm going to close this just because that scrolling is going to drive me mad. If you look at my code here, uh, you can see what's going on. The, uh, a lot of this is to do with the display that I'm using, but here's the key thing. We import this Adafruit GPS library. And then I do some stuff to set up I squared C and the display. These are the labels that I'm going to, print out to my little screen. Here is the setup for the GPS, and there's a few included in this example sketch uh, that you can get in the examples folder when you download the library bundle that'll, that'll tell you how to use it in uh, both UART mode as well as I squared C. And then there's some commands being sent to the unit. Uh, this is the format of, of uh, commands that are written to it, kind of like writing commands to a modem in the old days. Uh, and it tells the GPS unit what we want to get returned back. Uh, and then in the uh, main loop of the program, every second we're going to do this GPS.update call. And then what we get back from, from that is this whole slew of data, which we can then choose to parse. And that's what I've got being parsed here. So the GPS timestamp in uh, UTC time for the uh, month, day, year, hour, minute, second. Uh, those aren't always available, but when they are, we can use those. And then here's, here's the key ones, latitude and longitude. You just simply ask for gps.latitude, gps.longitude. Um, I'm doing a little bit of math to, to multiply them by my little sort of randomization that I have in an outside file, so I don't accidentally show it to you. Uh, I called this Tiki because I figured if I didn't do this, I was going to have to uh, invite everyone over to my house for Tiki drinks, and, and uh, we probably can't do that. We probably don't have the budget for that right now. I don't know. Uh, so then we go and we can grab uh, some of these other things like the satellites. This will tell us how many satellites are being grabbed. So you can see right now I've got uh, 12 satellites, uh, as well as altitude, the speed. So this can be used for movement. Uh, if you've ever used a GPS, even on your phone, if you've used a GPS in your car, you know that it can very accurately tell you your, your speed. In fact, more accurately than a lot of speedometers in cars, uh, from what I understand. 
uh, as well as the tracking angle. I'm not sure what horizontal, horizontal dilution is, honestly, but uh, maybe someone in the chat does. Um, and uh, let's see. Someone, someone asked, am I on a massive plane because, because the original altitude was 140 meters? Uh, yeah, that might be a number that I'm, that I'm messing with. I uh, can't remember on that one. Is that right? Is that what it's saying? Let's see. Uh, altitude, 183 meters. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, I am in Peru after all, right? Johnny Birdell says, and by massive plane, you mean flat earth? Yes. Uh, so that's the basic usage of it. It's very straightforward. Let me go grab the unit back from, uh, from outside here. And something pretty exciting about this uh, unit is, as you can see, let me, let me change my screen here real quick. Uh, as you can see from the nice small size here and the ease of integrating it with either I squared C using uh, the pins or the Stemma QT breakout or with UART using these other pins, this is uh, a nice small unit that you could use for things like uh, small embedded projects. If you've ever seen GPS-based puzzle boxes where a box unlocks itself only when you're at a certain location, uh, this would work pretty well for it. I believe, someone tell me if, if I'm wrong on this, I believe that originally there was a uh, five meter accuracy with US GPS system. Uh, I believe with some of the augmentation and the other satellite systems, uh, particularly Galileo, the European satellites, you get about one meter accuracy. So the, um, the European system is, I believe, at a higher altitude. And I'm not sure what particulars make it more accurate, but I believe you can, you can get anywhere between five meters and one meter accurate. So uh, fairly tight accuracy. I know at one point in the 80s that was dumbed down. Uh, and then uh, it was uh, in, the, in the 90s, I believe, it was, it was brought back up to a high accuracy even for civilians. Um, so really cool package. Uh, you can see there, there's that little spot for the, the battery or for a cat mask, I think. That looks like Catwoman symbol. Uh, I don't have that uh, here, that little battery pack, but uh, that is it. So this is, um, if, if, I, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll point you to that URL again. If you want to go and get one, you can get it for 50% off right now, which is a real steal. If you're ever thinking of using one of these for a project, uh, Technobabble techno in the chat over on YouTube asks, how well would this work on a drone? I would imagine that would work really well on a drone. You have a nice clear... Uh, if you're outdoors with your drone, which most people are, you have a nice clear view of the sky, uh, I think you'd be able to, to get it uh, quite accurate. Yeah, and another question is, does this require, just like most any GPS, yes, it requires a, a, a pretty unencumbered view of the sky. It doesn't have an external antenna, so you, you sort of need to use this outdoors. Um, so let me see. Let me jump back to a straight full view here. Uh, and let me get this thing right side up again. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unplug this, so we're probably gonna see our display go away. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just uh, gone to an error message. That is my product pick of the week. It's the PA1010D, and it is a mini GPS in Stemma QT format for use with I squared C and UART. And I forgot, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna steal that cable, because I, I forgot to make a little uh, hang tag for that, but luckily I can 
usually get away with it with these little Stemma QT cables. I'll just plug one into either side and we'll have a sort of improvised hang tag for it. Uh, there we go. I'm going to place that on my little Stemma QT board of goodness, which is getting filled up there. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. That's going to do it for another episode of JP's product pick of the week. And uh, if I can, oops. Oh, I didn't have the product name up there that whole time. I screwed something up. Oh, well. Uh, I think you know what it is, right? It's this. It is the PA1010D URNI2C Stemma QT Mini GPS. That is easy for me to say. All right. Thanks, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.